0: Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the Television Graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Houlihan. We've come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season— and some that ran only one episode. With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan.
1: Yeah, but I have a girlfriend back at home.
0: We are doing the 2001 uh, six-episode run of Moolah Beach.
1: Moolah Beach from Fox Kids. Yes. Which I believe is the first children's reality show.
0: That tracks, because I believe Survivor is 99.
1: Yes, and like Survivor, we kind of state as the beginning of reality TV, even though we all know it's the real world. But this whole, like, reality competition thing really gets kick-started by the writer strike and Survivor.
0: Yeah, the real world is the first reality show in the vein of shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and Total Divas, where yeah. their lifestyle... Uh, the real world's obviously much more temporary. Right. And Survivor is definitely the first competition reality show i would say the difference between a reality show and a game show for this argument is that a game show you're running one episode
1: yes i always said that a game show has a winner by the end of an episode
0: this is actually saying uh the first season of survivor started airing in 97
1: that in britain i was about to say that's not the american
0: version yes okay In Great Britain, it started to air in 1997, but it didn't come to America until 2000.
1: Yeah. So this, yeah, this comes over and uh, this is also like in the beginning of reality shows. There was this kind of thing of like, let's do a reality show. All right. So it's on an island. And for some reason, there was a long period where we couldn't separate reality competitions from islands.
0: Which is interesting because even season two of Survivors, not an island.
1: Australia is an island.
0: I mean, yes, but it wasn't like a. Tro- <laughs> there, you're thinking of like the tropical beach island. Yeah, which reminds me, we should start out by pouring one out.
1: Let's pour one out. What do you got there, Laura?
0: So uh, there is a famous cocktail called a Sex in the Beach. mm Hmm. And I decided to modify it a little bit because this is Moola Beach. So instead of peach schnapps, vodka, orange juice, and cranberry juice, I have orange juice, cranberry juice, pineapple juice, because we're in Hawaii. And uh, that's it.
1: Oh. And it's no, a
0: holding hands on the beach.
1: holding hands on the beach. Because these, these are all kids. Are these are children. It's a kid's
0: show. All
1: right. That makes sense. Which I, I think like makes it. this
0: my first virgin cocktail that I've made.
1: Yes. Ever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's definitely the first
0: for the show. Uh, I have... He's got me in a lot of trouble at one point in my life. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, My friend made a picture of what she called safe sex on the beach Mm -hmm. and a picture of sex on the beach. And she was like, this is the one you can drink out of. And then she didn't label them. And I didn't know which is which. And that's the first time I ever got drunk.
1: Nice. Good for eight-year-old Lara.
0: No, stop.
1: (laughs) Uh, I have a blue Hawaiian... That I poured out of a package because it's Mula Beach. It takes place in Hawaii. Right. And this drink, like this show, is uh, manufactured and uh, inauthentic.
0: That's completely true. (laughs) I have some serious issues with this show, a lot of which come from the exploitative nature of reality TV, and a lot of which come from the fact that it's children.
1: Yes, So, let's break this one down. We start with my boy, J.D. Roth. Aloha everybody,
2: I'm J.D. Roth. Right now, you're standing on one of the most unique stretches of sand on Earth. Not because of the crystal blue water or this beautiful warm sun, but because on this beach, you could walk away with a tan and $25,000 in cold hard cash.
1: My absolute favorite game show host. Someone that I've talked about a lot on this show. And I think this is his first appearance.
0: I believe you are correct. Because when you were like, I love J.D. Roth, I was like, who is this?
1: I've always been a big fan of J.D. Roth. Uh, I'm not sure if you realize this. J.D. Roth hosted uh, Disney Inside Out while we were watching that a little while ago. Oh my
0: God, I didn't realize that. Yeah,
1: he's the one that goes through the... uh, The Haunted Mansion.
0: Oh, that's crazy. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, he's my favorite host. I think he's a great host. Uh, I I would not say this is his best work. No. uh, But a lot of this, I feel, is a bit forced. And
0: episode one is kind of confusing. Episode one's extremely confusing. Um, It is... we, We spend the first few minutes of episode one... Watching the audition tapes Mm -hmm. of the kids, and I'm going to run through uh, the 12 kids with the only impressions of them you get.
1: Okay, go for it.
0: Chloe's from New York and loves shopping. Drew is a class clown. Summer looks like Britney Spears. Kyle has a girlfriend. Chastity is quiet. Jacob is small and athletic. Uh, Sherry comes from a very stereotypical Asian American household. Uh, Javier is boring. Nancy is a dancer. Clark is a pretty boy. Brittany is competitive and fussy. And AJ loves basketball. Yeah. I feel like. It's very one dimensional.
1: Yeah. I feel like a few of them, like a little thing popped up that was like, like sports. And I think it's interesting because you're creating a reality show with children. And when you create a reality show and you first introduce them, usually it's here's this person, here's their age. Here's their occupation.
0: And roughly where in the country they're from. And where they're from. Because especially if they happen to come from like New York or New Jersey, that is their entire personality. Yes, very true. This needed a New Jersey teenager. (laughs) Like this needed a tough little New Jersey teenager who was just going to yell at people. Well, I I do
1: want to mention it does have some New Jersey representation because J.D. Roth is from Cherry Hill, New Jersey, the
0: hometown boy. Yeah, that's about 15 minutes from the town I grew up in.
1: Yes. So, um, shout out to JD Roth. And I think JD 15 Roth. minutes
0: in the other direction of the town you grew yes. up in. Yes, yeah.
1: So, we were we're neighbors, we're friends.
0: Are, are we? <laughs>
1: no, I, But I tried to look JD Roth up on Twitter and he doesn't have one. But
0: Yeah, there were So there uh so we see them run through the 12 kids very quickly. Uh, not much to say about them at this point. Uh, but they're very It feels very breakfast clubby. Like, they're trying to be like, Summer is pretty. Kyle has a girlfriend. Right. Chloe likes shopping.
1: At, if you were creating a normal reality show, uh, their occupation would at least tell you something about them. Like, if someone's a doctor, like, like, oh, okay, so they went to college and we know all this stuff. And if someone's a used car salesman, you're like, ooh, they're going to cheat you.
0: Yeah, and like, if someone's an elementary school teacher, mm-hmm. we get like, oh... They're, you know, somewhat maternal yeah. and usually very kind mm-hmm. and composed, because to deal with that many children, you have to be. But since they're all kids,
1: like, none of them have occupations. They're all clearly, you know, students. Right. And I also felt like they were deliberately hiding their age from us.
0: Yes. And
1: on top of that, like, age is not that big of a of an uh, important matter in this, in that they're all roughly the same.
0: Yeah, like, it's not like in, I'm going to use Rock of Love as an example, because that's where I live. Right. Um, Rodeo is notably older than the other competitors. Mm-hmm. She's closer to uh, Brett's age. Right. And that becomes a plot point of, like, mm-hmm. she kind of has more life experience. Most of the cast is in their early to mid-20s, and Rodeo is in her 40s. Mm-hmm. And usually that happens in reality shows. Someone is either very old or sometimes often very young. Yeah. I do have a confirmed age for Kyle.
1: Okay. How old is Kyle?
0: Uh, Kyle would have been 16 during filming.
1: Okay. Interesting. Interesting.
0: So we can kind of assume they're about 13 to 16. Okay. Uh, Because Jacob in particular seems like he's got to be on the low end.
1: Yeah. Jacob's whole kind of trait is that he's small. Yes. And doesn't say much. So we get introduced to these kids way too quickly. And because you make the comment as like these kids arrive to the uh, to the island and see where they're sleeping and stuff like that. That every time they talk, they should be displaying their names. Yes. Because we can't learn anything right now.
0: And especially at this point, we don't know them very well. Brittany and Summer are both blonde. Yeah. Uh, Drew and Clark when you don't know... When you, like, don't know them yet, they don't look dissimilar.
1: Yeah, they're not different enough.
0: Like, you can kind of pick out the kid... And and Javier, honestly, kind of fits in with Drew and Clark. Mm-hmm. Of, like, they're dark-haired guys. Yeah. Kyle is blonde and AJ is black, so you can immediately tell them apart. Mm-hmm. But the, the other guys do quickly kind of, like, blend together, and Jacob is small. Yes. And the girls... Look a little more varied. Because in the 2000s, guys kind of only came in one flavor, which is preppy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Girls at least had multiple different styles. So you could be like, okay, Summer's the really girly one. Brittany's more the tomboy one. And Chloe has curly hair. Mm -hmm. So they give this like very watered down Cliff Notes version of Hawaiian culture. Because they're going over these 13 idols. Only one of these idols has $25,000 hidden within it.
1: Yes, the other 12 are worthless.
0: Worthless, and they use that a lot, worthless. Uh, I couldn't get what they all were quickly enough.
1: I mean, it's not super important, but the ones I remember and they all have the Hawaiian name because I remember ocean because it's Moana.
0: Yes, because I was I- like I know that from being an adult now.
1: And I remember strength is kaika because uh, Akaika was in the band O-Town in making the band.
0: Yeah, there's Koa, which is warrior. Uh, Pele, which is volcano. Soccer. Yes. Uh, Papio, which is fish. Makani Pahili, which is hurricane. Uh, Kahakai, which is beach.
1: Yes. Hula, which is dance.
0: Yeah. La, which is sun. Hikili, which is Thunder. Ahi, which is tuna. I mean, fire. Uh, Meowa, which is canoe building, which doesn't really fit in with anything. And uh, my favorite, mono, which is shark. Yes. I love sharks.
1: (laughs) So one of these has the money in it. At this point, there is no telling which one it is. It could be any of them equally. And we're going to figure out a way to... Give that money away. And, like, at this point, we're probably 20 minutes in. Yes. And, like, there's not an ounce of information of what the game is, how it works. Like, we don't even know this is going to be team-based. Yes. At this point. But we do know that Javier,
0: not a dancer. Yes, because they kind of show them the huts they're going to be living in. Um... Which you and I actually had a discussion off mic about whether they were actually living in the huts. And my, my thought is that they do live in the huts. They don't have like a hotel somewhere. Yeah. Because whenever you see them in the huts during the show, the huts are a mess.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. there's children living there.
0: Which feels really realistic. I think there's more supervision mm-hmm. than is implied. Uh, but boys are in one hut and girls are in the other. They're they're nicer digs than, say, Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they remind me of a summer camp cabin with, like, a Hawaiian flavor to them. Yeah, Like, they are actually nicer than the cabin I lived in at Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. So, they do mention what the showers are like in the reunion episode. Yeah. So, they don't have, like, nice accommodations. Like, the shower is a hose. Yeah. And, like, tarps.
1: Yeah, so, they are roughing it, but they also are... Living on one of the most beautiful beaches on the planet.
0: <laughs> yes. And they are, like, cared for. Yes. Because we never... Uh, they are clearly being catered to.
1: Oh, th- there is a moment where there is clearly a box of Kellogg's Pops being shown.
0: hmm
1: Who I believe are a sponsor. Yes,
0: Kellogg's was definitely a sponsor.
1: <laughs> so I was like, oh, gotta have my Pops.
0: They get, like, tropical... Uh, if you've ever been to a party city in the summer... Yeah. Yes. They went to a party city during the summer and got like the plates and cups there Mm -hmm. that look like coconuts. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're eating and drinking off.
1: Yes. And we, we start with this kind of party where J.D. Roth, the only adult that is visible, just starts shit between kids.
0: Well, the first thing is we see this hula and he starts like digging at Javier. Why don't you go dance with him? And Javier's like, I don't want to. Too bad. This is TV. And then Nancy, who's a dancer, just shoves people out of the way and is like, me? Look at my dance. And I really like Nancy at this point. Yeah. And then Javier worries that he's hurt his chances of being picked on someone's team. Because they do explain that it's going to be teams of two at this point. Right. It's going to be a boy and a girl. Mm Mm-hmm. And, but they don't know how they're going to pick the teams yet. So Javier's worried that he has diminished his chances mm-hmm. of being chosen. And then JD starts then he starts picking at everybody. Yeah. He first calls out Chastity and makes her single out a boy that she doesn't want to work with.
2: Chastity.
0: Uh. How are you doing?
2: Uh. <laughs> you get along with most people? Yes, I do. Really? Yes, I get along with most people. And is there one guy here that you would not want to be partners with (laughs) one guy say it jacob i'm sorry why would it be jacob
0: because most of the other guys seem physically fit yeah jacob is clearly at least like if kyle is 16 jacob is maximum 14, yeah. And a young, late-blooming 14. Mm-hmm. I would assume he's 13.
1: Yeah, he seems very young.
0: Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he would, had just gotten out of middle school. Because this did shoot over the summer, which makes sense. Yeah. That's when Maybe you could, he's
1: 8th grade going into freshman year.
0: I would think so. Uh, because Kyle went on to become, a, become an actor. He actually does have a confirmed birth date online. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's why I'm kind of using him as my, like, litmus. And then he digs at Kyle because Kyle has a girlfriend. And that's like the main thing we know about Kyle at this time, Mm -hmm. is he's kind of like a, you know, a cute guy and he has a girlfriend and J.D. Roth is like, Kyle, let's talk about you for a second. You have a uh,
2: girlfriend at home, don't you? And I think she was pretty worried about you coming here. As she was. Who's the one girl? she would be most worried about you being here with? (laughs) Who would it be? From her perspective, who's the one girl? Um, Summer. (laughs) Now, does that mean out of respect for your girlfriend, you would go out of your way not to choose Summer as a partner? Probably, yes. So if Summer could help you win $25,000, you'd pass that up for your girlfriend? (laughs) Changing his mind a little bit, huh? No, I'll stick with it.
0: I'd rather do what? My heart tells me to do Ah! Then he kind of calls Kyle out for flirting and Brittany for flirting with him.
1: Yeah, there's also some flirtation between those two.
0: And uh, we kind of talk a little bit about they, they talk a little bit about Brittany and Summer and how, like, they don't like each other. Already. Mm-hmm. And Brittany's a super picky eater, which comes up now and then never again. And they make her try boiled taro root. Yes. And it's a liquid because she has to drink mm-hmm. it. And she doesn't want to fall into the trap Javier has fallen into, so she just shoots it down. hmm And because she doesn't want people to think she's not game for anything. Right. Uh, she mentions textures a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... That's kind of like a thing that is a thing now having textural issues yeah that people understand they don't really just file you off as a picky eater anymore
1: mm-hmm. Th- this is why I like orange juice but I can't eat an orange because I don't like the texture of it
0: yeah like it's kind of why I like tomato derived objects
1: but not tomatoes but I
0: really don't care for a sli- I can even eat tomatoes cut up and stuff but like give me a slice of tomato and I will throw it at you
1: yeah it's happened
0: um, it's true. Uh, Sherry kind of comments like she does; she's not impressed by anyone. Right. Uh, Sherry is very full of herself at this point. Mm-hmm. And Drew also mentioned specifically not wanting to work with Summer because she doesn't seem game for anything. Summer yeah. is pretty. And this yes. is at this point working against her.
1: Yeah, because it's being written or at least interpreted as prissy.
0: Yes. And like, Brittany and Sherry don't gel well with the other four girls. No. Uh, Chastity, Nancy, uh, Summer, and Chloe are gelling better as a unit. And Brittany kind of tends to go with the boys a little more at mm-hmm. this time. And Kyle mentions that Brittany's cute, and Summer thinks that's awful. Mm-hmm. Summer is like, he has a girlfriend. Kyle is terrible. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, Brittany's demanding attention from the boys.
0: Yeah, and it, it's very... And Summer is also complaining about the idea that, like, she's doing something that makes her inherently unlikable to a lot of the audience. Of She's kind of complaining that she's being treated poorly because she's pretty. Mm-hmm. And the boys are not impressed by her vanity. They're like, Summer always has to look perfect Yes And
1: Despite the fact Because this is important later She left her makeup at home
0: And is using the other girls makeup
1: She's using all the other girls makeup Because she doesn't have hers
0: Which ostensibly means She's using like Brittany's makeup Who she says she doesn't like Yeah Because I can't imagine uh, Chastity is black Mm -hmm. And Nancy's South Asian And Mm -hmm. Sherry is Asian So like anything that's skin tone based, she's not using anything from the three of them. Mm -hmm. That leaves Chloe and Brittany. She's probably, I guess, using more of Chloe's things. Yeah. Because she gets along better with Chloe. And here you and I kind of had a conversation about like girl attractive versus guy attractive. Summer is the kind of girl in a middle school, high school setting that girls wish they could be. Mm Mm-hmm. The Britneys are the girls who are more successful in dating in that time period. Yes. Because the Britneys can kind of pull the I'm not like the other girls and become friends with guys and kind of get a relationship to develop develop in that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's very interesting at this time how that is what it looks like is happening. And uh, Clark kind of gives Summer a little bit of credit there. Mm-hmm. For being hot. And Nancy points out that, like, if you're not pretty enough, Clark's not talking to you. Mm hmm. She mentions that, like, her and Chloe may as well not exist. To right. Clark. Clark admits to having a crush on Summer in the confessionals. Right. Would you have said the confessionals were added later? Sort of. Okay.
1: Uh, so, yeah, let, let's bring this up now yes. just to, to clear this up. We watched on YouTube what would be the Fox Family Channel, or ABC Family Channel, depending on when you looked at it, uh, run of this show.
0: Yes, because they did re-air it.
1: This show ran on Fox Kids Saturday mornings. So this was in there amongst, like, your usual, like, Power Rangers, Big Bad Beetleborgs, was this. I I, I may be getting those stations wrong, but stay with me. So, uh... During the Fox Kids run, there was always a commercial, which we do see, of
2: Want the scoop on moolah? Then log on to moolahbeach.com and check out everything moolah. That was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Meet the players. Discover the true meaning of the 13 idols of the island. Plus, check out behind-the-scenes action that we could never show you on TV.
1: when they reran this on the Fox Family Channel, they included some of it. Yes. And what that extra footage is, is kind of these self-paced confessionals where mm-hmm. they're just sitting alone in this hut and it says record in the bottom corner.
0: Because it's, it's, I guess, supposed to imply that they turn the little camcorder on.
1: Yeah. Like this is just their personal journal. Yes. Uh, I, I think as well, because this never really comes up on the show. They're given journals to write in. Yes. We never see them, but I believe they're then posted online. That's why they were given journals.
0: And someone's uh, definitely able to... um, Someone's definitely able... They're definitely able to read each other's. Because that comes up in the reunion special.
1: I think because it was posted online, they were able to see it. I don't think during the show they were able to read
0: each other's. Unfortunately, the Internet Wayback Machine didn't have a lot of... Moolah Beach on record. That's a bummer. Which is a huge bummer because I did look. Because yeah. um, usually I go to the Wayback Machine because it's helpful for this kind of thing. But yeah. like they had the front page, but they didn't have a lot of the like links. Let's let's also talk
1: about how it promised to show footage that was too hot for TV.
0: They didn't say too hot for TV. They said that we couldn't show. I feel like they say
1: it's too hot because the whole thing is a beach. Because the end tagline, which is good, is moolahbeach.com. If the sun doesn't burn you, someone else will.
0: Yeah, which is a great tagline. It's too good of a tagline for a teenage reality
1: show. Yeah, it's wasted here. Uh, So, in any case, that's just a little, like, side thing that's very distracting. That's happening in every episode. It's like go online and look at this thing that doesn't exist anymore.
0: Yeah. Chloe complains that her friends are more mature Mm -hmm. than these people. Um, Chloe is at this moment my favorite.
1: I like Chloe a lot throughout this show.
0: Um, I say at this moment my favorite because we don't see very much of her. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Um, Even though she doesn't go home immediately. We just don't see that much of her. Uh, They talk about. Then they talk about who they do potentially want as their partners. Right. Uh, Chastity mentions wanting Kyle. Uh, and the boys actually also talk about how they love Jacob.
1: Yeah, how Jacob's a cool dude.
0: Yeah. I kind of get the impression,
1: and we'll talk about this more throughout, Jacob doesn't talk much, period. I think he's a very shy kid that, like... Because I don't remember him really even doing that many confessionals.
0: I don't know that he's shy or, like, that he would be shy in a normal setting. Or if he is shy because he is far and away the youngest.
1: Yeah, that's entirely possible.
0: And with boys especially, you can tell. hmm Like, a 14-year-old girl and a 16-year-old girl may not look appreciably different. Yeah. Because we socially condition young girls to look older as quickly as possible. So, mm-hmm. like... A 14-year-old girl is probably wearing makeup and trying to dress like an adult mm-hmm. in a way a 13-year-old boy is not and a 16-year-old boy is. Mm-hmm. So the girls are much harder to tell in age because of that. This is true. Because uh, I remember going to a middle school dance as a middle schooler and my mom being taken aback that the girls all looked 17 and the boys all looked 7. Yes. Were her words. Mm-hmm. Um so they're talking about who they want. And uh, Chastity mentions wanting to have Kyle as her partner. Uh, Drew and Javier both mention uh, uh Nancy says AJ. Sherry says AJ or Kyle. Kyle and AJ both want Brittany. Summer wants Jacob or AJ. And you kind of get the impression that Summer says that so that she could like look better.
1: Because she said Jacob. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of an odd choice. And I want to point out that I can't really remember, at least at this time or any time previous to this show, where you got to pick your own teams. Yeah. And, like, you don't really just get to pick. Like, there's a game that gets played. But most team reality shows, you go in with someone you know. Yes. So, like, this is an interesting concept in terms of reality TV. And uh, I like the game. Yes. That gets played. Uh, They kind of pretend like this is a Hawaiian tradition, which I doubt.
0: They do this with like every game.
1: (laughs) But basically, they're going to take this big ball and they're going to tie an idol to it. And then they're going to shoot it out of a cannonball. And then all kids, both boys and girls, will attempt to grab the idol. Okay. If you grab the idol, you get to choose whoever you want to be your partner. They're going to do this five times. Mm Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, you'll have six teams.
0: Yes. So someone, there will be two leftovers who are paired together. Yes. Because, you know, nothing starts out a reality show well, like getting that picked last in gym oh, feeling. Oh, yeah. Um, so Javier nails it, picks Chastity right off the bat. hmm And then Drew is next, and Drew picks Nancy. And this is super interesting because we've kind of been built up to think of like AJ, Kyle, Brittany, and Sherry as like the power players at this point. Mm-hmm. And the first four are these people who we haven't seen as much of, who have been a little more under the radar. Yeah. Uh, then AJ chooses Brittany. And it kind of has this super cut of every girl being like, I want AJ as my partner, except mm-hmm. Brittany. Mm-hmm. Summer chooses Clark because Summer picks it fourth. She is the so, she's the only girl she that is gets She's the it. only woman. Yeah. She chooses Clark. Then Kyle chooses Sherry, and that leaves little Jacob with Chloe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we recap the choices. The show is very big on show or tell, don't show.
1: Yes. Let's break this down for a moment because yes. basically the format of the show, which. It will be going forward is each show has two games in it. Yes. It's a game, then a commercial, and then a split screen where they're showing highlights of the games and confessionals of about what went down. Yeah. Which I want to say, I don't remember seeing a lot of split screen in reality shows. I kind of like this as a look. Okay. I think this is an interesting way to do it. I think this is an interesting way to do it. But there definitely seems to be an overall lack of life at camp that you get in like a survivor.
0: Yeah. And like to me, we, we talked about this in the Daisy Love episode at length. Life in the house was exponentially more interesting than the game show. Yes. I imagine at least part of this is because teenagers probably talked about things that were personal and they were like, I don't want my parents to see X or Y. Some of this is probably child labor laws. They probably had to be off camera and completely like free mm-hmm. X hours a day.
1: Yeah, because I'm guessing, in my uh, humble opinion here, like unlike Survivor, where they have to go into the woods and look for fruit and animals to kill, uh, when it was lunchtime, they went to catering. Yes. And like, there was no cooking. There was just kind of like, ah, sweet, granola. Ooh.
0: Yeah, like, we see them eating. Yeah. They are clearly being fed. Mm-hmm. And there's never any jokes about the food. There's really no comments about the food. There right. are some comments about the beds and the showers, but I imagine the food is good.
1: Yeah. And, like, a big thing that they always bring up on these reality shows are, like, I miss my family. Yeah. I'm so, you know, you know I could be at home and I'm wondering what's going on there. I'm sure these kids get to call home every day. Yeah. Like, they are children. And, like, this isn't me being like, this sucks. For my entertainment, they should be suffering more. I'm just saying this is something that separates it from your Amazing Race type shows where uh, part of the show is separation.
0: And this was only 10 days. And by the time you are in high school... Being away from your parents for ten days might not bother you that much. It it could sound awesome, uh, but it could also be your first time doing it. Because I know, like, I know you went on school trips. I went on school trips. Uh, my parents had to call me because they were like, "Hey, proof of life, please," uh, because I was one of those kids who would leave home and then just like ghost everybody. Oh. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of passive aggressive emails when I went to college. Because I just, like, wouldn't talk to anybody for weeks. same. Sad mother has not heard from Laura in X days. And I was like, oh,
1: crap. We'll continue.
0: So I figured, I I think there's a lot of, and this might be one of the first shows that did uh, a reality show with children over this 10 days. So theoretically, uh, child labor laws and they were calling home. They're not really gone for that long. Mm-hmm. It's not even two weeks. Right. So I, I think they're okay. And they clearly get a lot of time off because constantly after a game, J.D. Roth will go like, yeah, the rest of the afternoon off. We'll reconvene.
1: Yeah, yeah. That That's another, there's something about the vocabulary that I really want to bring up. Yes. Because I this is something that I don't see on any other uh, reality shows. They use language like Uh, The eliminated team will be off the show. Yes. Or the end of the show. I don't remember a lot of reality shows putting that word in there that this is a show. Yes. So I thought that like this kind of shows how young reality shows as a genre are.
0: Yes. I think a lot of things about the show, how young reality shows are as a genre. Like the whole point of a reality show is to
1: create this lie that what you're seeing is reality. Yes. By reminding the audience this is a show, by using the word show, is something that hinders the reality of it. So it's very, every time they said it, it was jarring because I know that, like, that was a rule. You didn't say off the show on other reality shows.
0: And I think this might be partially because of kids. They want to remind them, like, this is a show. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You're not really getting sacrificed to a Hawaiian god. Yeah,
1: there won't be any of that. Like. So the the kids are now in teams and now to help us identify them, they're given colors.
0: Yes, which is super helpful. God,
1: is it helpful that they're always wearing the same color. It's like, ah, Kyle and Cherie, green. Awesome.
0: I think it's funny because we were discussing whether they just had to pack a bunch of stuff in solid colors. Mm-hmm. Uh they either were given, like, a wardrobe trailer and they were like, get anything that fits you in your color. Mm -hmm. But there's no rhyme or reason to what they're wearing. And the later we get in the show, the more uh, low-key desperate some of the outfits look. Yeah. For, like, Green Team later in the show, like, they're wearing, like, really, like, dark olive.
1: Yeah, off green or white with green, like, Flowers on it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like, so either they brought stuff from home or... Uh, the trailer only had so much. Yeah. But people do... It does seem to fit the people. So part of me thinks that they did bring stuff from home. Mm-hmm. Like, summer's clothing is very much what a summer would pick. Yeah. So that, I kind of have the thought of, like, here are the colors, bring X number of outfits in this color. Right. And since there's only six episodes, and in the first episode you could wear whatever you wanted. Because you weren't on a team yet. So you really only needed, like, four five outfits Mm -hmm. because there's five episodes and you got to figure in the competitions you are wearing a Moolah Beach t-shirt yes in your color uh so episode two starts with this weird spit roast endurance challenge yeah so it should be mentioned like we
1: don't have an. in episode one there is no elimination right nobody wins any idols right like we are at the end of episode one and we're still not really sure how things are gonna work right Uh, So episode one, we start with, it's a kahuna
0: mission, I think is what they call it. Kahuna missions are eliminations. Okay. These are idle missions.
1: Idle missions. And it's basically something you saw in a very common temple game in Legends of the Hidden Temple, where a member of each team is... Excuse me,
0: the idle ones are called Makahiki missions.
1: Makahiki. Okay. So for this Makahiki mission, we have the temple game where you are on a rotating cylinder. Yeah. And you need to hold on for as long as you can while the other team roasts you and bastes you, meaning they have squirt guns. Yes. Uh, Teams get to choose who will be doing the squirting and who will be doing the holding. Yes. And every team chooses the guy on the team except Orange, which is Tiny Jacob's team.
0: Yeah. And every time Orange has a challenge, Chloe ends up having to be the... um, The strength role. Mm -hmm. And she is not the biggest girl.
1: No, she is not.
0: She's not terribly tall. Mm -hmm. And it's not like she is built very strong. Like she's probably strong because they mentioned she loves working out. But she's strong for a 13 to 14 year old girl. She's not like strong for an adult. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to compare the strength of a 14 year old girl and the strength of like a 16 year old girl. Grown boy, mm-hmm. and so she has a lot of trouble. Right. Uh, so this happens, and then the green team wins because Kyle has the endurance and is fine. Yes. But uh, they're very dizzy when they get off, and JD just shakes Kyle around almost as if trying to get him to throw up.
1: Yeah, he's he's a little too chummy with this poor kid who had just done multiple summers, and this results, is
0: easily basically. the most JD Roth touches one of the kids. Is in the entire show. This is the only time I remember him touching a kid. There's one other moment that comes up much later that I was like, yo, JD. Oh. <laughs> Easy. And he's not doing anything unseemly. Like, he's yeah. just holding him by the shoulders, and just kind of shaking him around. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and Sherry and Kyle each get to choose an idol. Sherry chooses the warrior, and Kyle chooses strength. And they also get a clue. Yes. They get, my bed is not for sleeping, nor do I hold the prize. Yes. And they assume this means the fire bed.
1: Yes. Uh, there's also the idea of bedrock and strength, but they kind of are unsure about that.
0: They both kind of agree that's reaching a little, mm-hmm. so strength is okay. Uh, then we get the little, like, drama section where uh, four of the girls are talking. Uh, it's Brittany, Sherry, Summer, and Chloe. Mm-hmm. And Brittany's saying, like, the only girl who talks to me is Nancy. right. And everyone else is mad because I talk to all the boys. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we find out later that Nancy had a boyfriend during the run of the show. Which is probably why Nancy's not openly competing for male attention. Right. Uh, it's also why Nancy probably doesn't get a lot of screen time. But we'll get into that. hmm So, Sherry and Summer kind of roll their eyes and call Britney a drama queen. Mm-hmm. And they hit this catch-22 of uh, they get mad at Brittany because she barges into conversations. Mm-hmm. And then they get mad at Brittany because she doesn't try to talk to them.
1: Yeah. They just seem to not want to like her.
0: Yeah. And Brittany is a lot like what I was like as a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like protective of Brittany in this. Like, I was the person who would be like, oh, if I'm not wanted, I'm not coming here. Right. Um. And so they kind of, Chloe magnanimously agrees to make slightly more of an effort to include Brittany. Mm-hmm. Because Brittany feels... That they don't include her and it's this very, very high school-y girl. Yeah, and then they
1: all hug and everything is made up. And it's weird as a viewer because we never saw conflict. We heard of conflict. Yes. But we never saw whatever this conflict was. So when it gets resolved, it means nothing to us.
0: Yeah, like five minutes ago they were calling AJ annoying. But we never see AJ be annoying. Yeah.
1: And another person who suffers from this a lot is Drew. Because there's so much talk that Drew is funny. Yes. But like, Drew speaking is a rare occurrence.
0: Yeah. We don't hear much from Drew. hmm And then... uh Chloe, like... Chloe takes Brittany aside and like tries to talk to her a little bit. And then... Chloe immediately turncoats and talks to Summer about what she talked to Brittany about. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm like, oh, Chloe is playing everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to, they're at breakfast and a big box comes from Summer. It's all of Summer's makeup.
1: Yeah, JD is nice enough to bring this package for Summer. And it would, it's interesting because they're like, I got a package here. Who do you think it's for? And they all go, Summer. Summer. Which I thought was a weird thing.
0: It's probably something the producers were like, oh, Summer has to get her makeup.
1: It kind of created this feeling of like, if someone's about to get special treatment, it's going to be Summer.
0: Which makes sense, because everything about Summer at this point in the game screams, I've gotten a lot of special treatment over the years.
1: Yeah. So...
0: But J- JD offers her a deal.
1: Yeah. Basically, he says...
2: Summer. For Summer. Her makeup. That's what it is? Is it my makeup? It's your makeup? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Is that a good thing? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what, Summer. I'm gonna make you a little proposition. If you'll let us keep your makeup for your entire stay on Moolah Beach, we'll give you guys some information about the Kahuna mission.
1: Which is the elimination game. Yes. Uh, Summer then says, you know what? I, I will sacrifice my makeup. And get this information. Before we even get into what the information is, is there ever a time where it looks like Summer's not wearing makeup?
0: Well, no. The next thing we see is Nancy and Shari being, like, really impressed with Summer. And Brittany being like, she's been using everyone else's makeup. (laughs) Yeah, she's just going to continue to do that. Uh, Which I think is interesting when we start getting toward the end of the series. Yeah. so they talk about how the information they get is that they can protect one team and sabotage another team.
1: Yes, there's going to be... Is that all that they say? That there's a chance to sabotage somebody? Yes. Yeah, there's not a lot of details on what the game actually is. But they do know that they'll get a chance to sabotage someone. And then everyone like gets to scheming. Yes. Which kind of creates this feeling of like,
0: man... Summer should have just kept her makeup because now... (laughs) Now everyone's miserable. Everyone miserable. And if we had had a cutaway of Summer being like, I can't believe I gave up my makeup for this, it would have made her so much more likable. Yeah. And what happens next is essentially five minutes of everyone trying to decide who they're going to screw over. Yes. Because they talk about, like Kyle talks about proposing an alliance with AJ and Brittany.
1: No, he doesn't. I want to bring this up right now. Yeah. Alliance is never used. Excuse me, making a pact with them. This is a big reality show trope. Alliance is a survivor word. Oh. Uh, They do not want you to use Alliance on other reality shows.
0: i heard them use it on so many other reality shows.
1: Not in 2001.
0: Probably not.
1: Because I remember a big thing was, a big thing about reality shows in 2001 is they all wanted to be the next survivor, but they didn't want you to think about Survivor. Mm-hmm. Even though this is like so close to it. So in Mula Beach, they use the word packed. Mm-hmm. On the mole, they use the word uh, coalition. Uh, I believe it was either Beauty and the Geek or there was a some reality show where you could win a wedding. Where they used commitment. Ugh. We're in a commitment with this team. Uh, so I thought it was like funny that anytime they talked about an alliance, they used the word pact. Because that was their way of getting around, like, survivor vocabulary.
0: Okay. So Kyle proposes a pact with AJ and Brittany, but Brittany doesn't really want to do it. And then Summer is like, I'm not protecting Brittany. I hate Brittany. Mm-hmm. And Clark is just grumpy. Like, this is the first time we see Clark be grumpy. Clark's going to be grumpy a lot. So we find out what the game is, and it's, you have to... Uh, Row a boat out and come back, but but you have to drag a basket into your boat. Mm-hmm. There are coconuts. Yes. And for the first 30 seconds, you are throwing coconuts into people's baskets. And that's how the sabotage works. You can load up one team's basket. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to. You could just each throw two into your own basket. Uh, they all do have to be accounted for. You can't just be like, no one's throwing any coconuts. Screw you mm mm-hmm. uh, They do all have to go in baskets. Yes. But you could just put two in each of, like, each team's basket and play totally fair.
1: hmm Now, they do this weird thing. You
0: could also do a thing where, like, Chloe and Jacob don't have any, and two of the stronger teams take three each. Yeah. Like, you could do that, too. Yeah. They don't have any time
1: to discuss the actual game. But yes. we do see them planning, before they know the rules, who are they going to sabotage. Yes. And I believe they go with purple... Is what they,
0: they claim... Or yellow. They claim they're all going to target yellow. It's yellow first and then they choose purple. And then they choose... Okay. So we think it's going to be purple going into the game.
1: Yes. And then, big twist, they didn't show us when they all changed their mind to blue.
0: Yes. And they all do it. And it's hard to watch.
1: Yeah. Because basically once the sabotage... uh Section is over. You have to drag this giant crate to To your your canoe, dump the coconuts in, and then sail them out. Blues is so full, it's like stuck in the sand. Like it's so heavy, it's sinking.
0: Because it's got 12 of them in it. Because they do say like you could have just taken two per basket. So there are 12 of these rocks in there. I I think
1: Mm -hmm. there's more. Like, I think two might have been the minimum, but I think since you had 30 seconds, you could just load up as much as you could. And they do. Yeah.
0: And so they're actually, they're going and uh, we kind of just see, all of the challenges are shot in a very difficult way to understand what's happening. Uh, You can't really tell who's coming out ahead.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of like quick shaky cuts.
0: Uh, But you can see that that Javier and Chastity are having a hard time. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can see that Chloe, like, all of them, it's the girl sits in the canoe and the guy pushes it out and jumps in. Except for Chloe and Jacob's team where Jacob sits in the canoe and Chloe shoves it out.
1: (laughs) And Chloe's actually like, Jacob, get out of the canoe so I can push this in.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, And Blue Team is still loading their canoe when the first place team finishes, which Mm -hmm. is Purple, Summer, and Clark. Mm -hmm. Then Sherry and Kyle, AJ and Brittany... Uh, Sharon and Kyle are the green team AJ and Brittany are yellow Nancy and Drew are red I do want to point out Whenever they list their names They make it a point to say Drew Nancy
1: Instead of Nancy Drew
0: Yes Uh, Chloe and Jacob do finish And they finish fifth And Javier and Chastity don't finish So they're last
1: Now I don't think we've mentioned the stakes of this But the way the game works is With these kahuna missions Yes if you come in 10th, or I'm sorry, if you come in 1st place, you get 10 offerings to the big garuna, which is this big, like, Olmec ripoff. Yes. If you come in 2nd, you only receive 5. Yes. 3rd gets 4, 2nd gets 3, 4th gets... Sorry, this is like the math that all of a sudden all screwed up. Here,
0: when you get first, you get ten. Yes. Second is five. Yes. Third is four. Yes. Fourth is three. Fifth is two. Sixth is only one.
1: Just one offering.
0: So out of twenty-five total, you have one. Yes. If you came in first, you have ten.
1: Yes. Now, basically what they're going to do is they're going to dump all of these offerings into this big head. Yes. And then... We assume there's some sort of bingo tumbler inside of his head and then the head throws up one of them
0: it's Mr. bucket
1: yes like Mr. bucket and if it's your color that means you're safe if your color doesn't come out after uh, has many draws they're gonna down be, to one. say
0: five draws for this yeah
1: you are banished from the island immediately
0: yeah now there's fallout from this game. Before we get to the elimination, mm-hmm. everyone is crying because kind of like, it's this very Lord of the flies moment where like everybody realizes what they did. Yes. And like out of the heat of the moment, everyone kind of like realizes they really screwed over two people. hmm And there was no hint at fairness. There was nothing close to nice about it. And they feel horrible. Yes, now I have... But Summer does take time while she's crying to condemn Britney for crying. She kept
2: on, like, crying and all that kind of stuff, when actually, I don't think she was that sad. I felt like she was acting most of it, and a lot of people were just kind of looking at
1: each other like, oh my gosh, what is she doing?" Yes. <laughs> um, now I have a theory. Yes. I feel like they felt like it was too mean to have kids vote each other off. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there was this element of like, I think that's a a step too far. But if they just play games where they win lottery tickets, that's less bad. But you can screw each other out of lottery tickets and that won't be as damaging as actually writing someone's name down on a piece of paper. I feel like this is much worse.
0: Yeah, because this was like you watched everybody intentionally do it and they do this a few more times mm-hmm. variants of this theme um and like chloe didn't throw a rock in theirs but chloe's like i stood and watched and that's just as bad yeah i didn't do anything and kyle goes to chastity and he was like i did this and i'm sorry mm-hmm. and she accepts his apology and then he turns to cameron and just kind of does one of these like Ooh. Yeah, eyebrow the
1: eyebrow raises go up and they, they later say it's a look of relief, but it definitely looks like a, she bought it!
0: Yes. So then JD chastises
2: them. A lot of emotion down there during the Kahuna mission, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. But it looked like some of you, maybe you chose the game over friendship and maybe that's what was upsetting you. Clark, how did you feel? I honestly think that what we did was very childish and was a childish way to get a team off. And uh, the fact that I've won out of doing that makes me feel even worse. Now remember, you could have loaded all the boats equally. You could have put one in every single one of them. We left that up
0: to you, but you didn't. Why? Yes. And at this point, I kind of think you... I, and at this point in the show, I'm like, okay... He's teaching them a lesson about sabotage and how it's wrong. Uh, yeah. At this point in the game, that's what I think he's doing.
1: It would be cool, and you can tell by my tone that this isn't what happened. Yep. If, if
0: And the way I say at this point <laughs> in the game, I think.
1: Uh, if, you know, since it is a reality show for kids, if, like, each episode also had, like, a moral lesson yeah. about, like, fairness and, like, Maybe the next one will be about like communication and the next one will be about like sharing (laughs) something like that. No, that is not what happens.
0: Not even a little. So, so budget Olmec is spitting out offerings. Now they do a big ceremony where like each of them has to present an offering, mm -hmm. Uh, whatever. So then it's green first and they weren't the first prize. They only Mm -hmm. had five offerings. so Everyone's like, ooh, it's not automatically whoever came in first. Yes. Then red, who only had three offerings. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, oh, crap.
1: Yeah, it's a crapshoot.
0: Then purple and then yellow. So we are down to the fifth and sixth place. So we have two and one. Yes.
1: Which like, yeah, only having one offering in there uh, is bad news. But right now... It's a one in three. It's a one in... You have a 33% chance of staying. That's pretty good. Considering,
0: yeah. yeah. However, that's not how it shakes out. And it shakes out exactly the way you think it will. Yeah. Orange wins and they're allowed to stay. And that's the end of the episode is like Javier and Chastity packing. And everyone kind of being like, yeah, we didn't get that close to them. So we didn't care that much. Yes. But like we feel bad.
1: And because that's another th- big thing is one of the big things Kyle keeps saying is...
0: We decided to gang up on the blue team because
2: at first, you know, we all thought, what team would we feel the least sad about leaving? The fact that Javier didn't talk much and we didn't really get to know him very well because he wasn't very social. Um, And the fact that Shastity, no one was actually very,
0: very close to her. Yeah. Which is so much worse. Yeah. (laughs) Because at least, like, if you go after a strong team, they can console themselves with, like, they went after us because they knew they couldn't beat us. Yeah, fair. we're a
1: threat. It's like, no, you weren't in the click, so yep. now you're gone.
0: The strategy in this happens very badly throughout the entirety yes. of the show.
1: And when, when you leave, you get on a canoe with the two Hawaiian men who don't have names or agency. And oh,
0: <gasps> anytime we see anyone who is Hawaiian, they are nameless, faceless, <laughs> and wearing like traditional yeah. garb,
1: shirtless. And they they get into a canoe and row, and then they fade away,
0: <laughs> which is very reality show yeah. at the time. And episode three just kind of opens with everyone still feeling bad about it.
1: Uh, yeah, before we get into episode three, now that we've like we're hit, we hit the mechanics. yeah, uh, the two main things I want to ask you is one, what do you think of this as an elimination
0: tactic? Uh, Mr. Bucket, you're the one. <laughs> Um, I think it's kind of interesting because there's the potential for a mm-hmm. shakeup and there's the illusion of, like, you can be lucky. And mm-hmm. I think that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's definitely interesting to have a reality show where luck plays such a factor. Like, you're lucky if you happen to pick the right idol. You're lucky if your offering comes out of Old mech's mouth. Like, luck is a major factor in the outcome of these games. Yeah. And it sucks because there's this feel. There's only two feelings you can get out of this, which is, one, this whole thing is pointless because if you come in last, you go home. So they should just have the last place team go home. Mm-hmm. Or that doesn't happen and, oh, this is stupid. They didn't come in last. Why are they going home? So, like, it's interesting, but it's definitely imperfect. Yes. Uh, My other question is, do you think it was rigged?
0: Uh, They clearly had to do something uh, because they have it in a way where... You never see it's like, it's not like purple comes out and then purple comes out and then purple comes out. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I think there might be, if they're they're truly just like picking them at random, there would have to be cut footage of J.D. Roth being like, next team safe is. Now wait, there's another purple one. There's 10 of them in there. It's going to happen.
0: Uh, Based on the text at the end of the game, it said it was done by random drawing. So I'm going to guess how it worked was there was a random drawing off camera
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: that the kids were not privy to. And then, and that JD probably wasn't privy to. And then a production assistant just kind of pops the one that's got to come into JD's hand next. Yeah. I do believe it was random because it does say in the credits that it was random. Yeah,
1: they do say that. And it's not even like tiny text, it's, it's kind big, of big text.
0: Yeah, and like things that do not affect game outcome are edited out, which is always in these.
1: Yeah, I do want to say, I watched this live on Fox Kids. Yeah. I don't remember seeing that. It's possible that that is also something they added in the ABC Family run. Mm -hmm. Because I remember watching the shows thinking, I think this is a lie. I think they're just getting rid of the unpopular kids. But, you know, I have no evidence of that. It was just a feeling.
0: Just a theory. Um, So episode three kind of opens with everybody still feeling crappy. Uh, Each of the shows, except for the first episode and the last episode, run over the- Oh, no, the first episode also does. Run over two days. Yes. Uh, So this is like the next day after the Kahuna elimination, and everyone's still kind of feeling bad. And the girls are starting to get annoyed that the guys are icing them out of strategy. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think is something uh, that's going to really kick in during this like, next episode or two. Right. The guys are running the show. hmm And then there's this uh, obstacle course stick challenge, where you have to go through an obstacle course, and there's two sticks in the sand, and you have to pick up the one that's yellow. Yes, And you get to eliminate another team from the obstacle course challenge. It's the Makahiki Idol challenge.
1: Yeah, so it, there is this bit of, like, still bullying type thing of... The per- like, you could come in second, and this team could be like, I don't like you. I got the right stick. See you later, Purple.
0: Yeah. So Kyle gets the stick, and then he and Sherry move to talk about who they're going to eliminate. And Sherry knee-jerk eliminates Yellow, because she doesn't like Brittany either. Right. Uh, and then Green wins again. Kyle eliminates Red, and Nancy is pissed.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Green wins again.
0: And then eliminates orange.
1: And then green wins again.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, but purple wins it all. Yeah,
1: that purple wins the last one because that's all that matters. Yes. <laughs> and there is something to be said. Like you could make the argument of purple doesn't deserve to win because green kept winning. Mm-hmm. But purple deserved to win because they were on the right side of green. And yeah. Green never kicked them out. So like. You see different reality show strategies coming into play and in affecting this. I like this game. I think this is a very well-designed game.
0: And there's a lot of drama surrounding it because we find out Purple, Green, and Yellow had a pact. Yes. And immediately, first round, Sherry violates the pact and eliminates Yellow. hmm And then Sherry, like, kind of tries to apologize to AJ, who's the male half of Yellow, who she does like. And is bewildered. That AJ doesn't really want to talk to her. Oh, well, let's talk about that amazing apology. Oh uh, my God.
2: Yo, man, if you're looking for an apology, you have it, okay? I don't think, um, She basically told me that she was sorry for what had happened.
0: I'm saying sorry because I am sorry. I don't please stuff like that if I don't mean it.
1: <laughs> Which is great.
0: And we also see this like little side shot and we see this a couple times mm-hmm. of like Chloe and AJ just like snuggling. Yeah! And we see these shots a couple times over a couple of episodes of like characters snuggling in bed together. Or Characters. Children snuggling in <laughs> yeah, bed together. Children! Uh, Which is
1: not addressed.
0: No. And I was a teenage theater kid. Like, the puppy pile is not a foreign concept to me. Mm-hmm. But I'd be weirded out being like, my parents are going to see me in
1: this puppy pile. Well, you know pile. how cold it gets
0: in Hawaii. In
1: Hawaii in midday.
0: In July. In July? Because <laughs> uh, they filmed this July 9th. Through 20th, 2001.
1: Yeah, they're just staying together for warmth. Yeah. It's like opposite worlds.
0: So. <laughs> this actually does feel a lot like opposite worlds in some ways.
1: Uh, and so
0: Kyle is mad at Sherry, and we get this great split screen of them talking about their partnership.
1: Oh, yeah, this is great. And
0: Sherry talking about how great their partnership is and how, how well they communicate. Intercut with Kyle being like, this isn't working out real well. She doesn't talk. But Summer and Clark have... The privilege of picking the next idols and the next yes. clue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summer claims the shark idol as her own and Clark ch- takes the beach.
1: Yes. I should have asked this to you sooner. Yes. But where, where did you think the money was?
0: Um, I wasn't sure. I kind of thought it was going to be in Canoe Builder or Hula mm-hmm. because they're the least like powerful sounding. And if they're trying to teach a lesson, like canoe building feels like it'd be a good lesson of like the humble canoe builder.
1: I also, when I watched this first run, thought it was canoe because there were so many canoes being shown. Because mm-hmm. if memory serves me, uh, this still aired after The Mole, and The Mole had like hidden information throughout the show. That like hinted to who the mole was. So I was always looking for hidden things for like, ooh, what clues could there be? And there's a lot of canoes. The first ch- uh, challenge for the big kahuna has canoes in it. And the canoe is also the tallest of all the idols. So I was like, I think it's in canoe. I would not have won the money.
0: Yeah. Canoe and hula were the least like imposing. So I was like, and everything else is like more tempting Mm-hmm. Like shark, beach, ocean—like yes. they're, for want of a better term, they're like cooler. Yes. Um. So, Summer and Brittany get into another fight. Um, about Brittany seeking attention. Mm-hmm. And then we have the JD powwow, where JD, you know, yells at the kids for being terrible. And he's like, was there a pact between teams? He does use the word pact. And Hmm. uh, Clark was like, not anymore. And JD was like, well, was there one yesterday? AJ, was there one yesterday? AJ was like, there was. And AJ immediately just throws them under the bus, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate. Yeah, it's kind of fun
1: having it
0: be kids who
1: are like not as savvy yeah. Like you know, when you're playing Survivor, you have all these savvy people who like when asked questions like that would be like, everyone it's you know, everyone's out there for themselves. Everybody wants to win, so you know. People were talking, but you know, nothing set in stone. But when you're in high school, you love drama. Yeah. So there's a lot of like Kyle said that we were in a pact.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like it's very immediately just throws him AJ throws him under the bus, and then JD's like, Sherry, do you feel good about your decision? And she's like, I do not. Showing that, like, despite this being the day after they screwed over Javier and Chastity, they are still willing to be awful to each other. Like, they do mm. not... And then the next thing that happens is JD calls out all the boys for making the strategy decisions, despite the fact that the knee-jerk strategy decision that caused all the drama was a female. Hmm. And they're going to have a game called Hula Bridge, and the women can affect the outcome by deciding who's going to wear the grass skirts and coconut bras over their shirts, Mm because they're children, and, like, lays. And we we do get a hint of, like, Drew being the clown here, because there is a shot of him running around in the coconut bra. Yes. And I feel like Drew is a big casualty of editing.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: It seems like he did a lot of things we never saw. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So the game is called Hula Bridge. The girls are on, like... uh, Because they
1: chose to wear the skirts.
0: Yeah, which would not have been what I would have done. No. I would have totally been like, skirt up, boys.
1: Yeah, this is clearly a trick. We are better off this way, probably.
0: And even if we aren't, at least then I'm going to get to make you wear the hula skirt and it'll be funny.
1: Yeah. Um, I honestly think there would be a better chance that the, they would go the other way had Javier still been there. Yeah. And and it would just been like, you're doing the hula this time. Deal with it.
0: And there's a bunch of like discussions about the pact and like Clark trying to dance around it. And Chloe has cottoned on to everyone's bullshit. And Chloe's like, you're kind of awful of it. And you're all awful. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of has a Bob Belcher, I love you all, but you're terrible moment. Mm-hmm. And then we get this like super cut of the conflict that drives the rest of the series. Uh, Clark has a crush on Summer and he confides in Kyle. And Kyle at this time, like Clark goes like, I have a crush on somebody. And Kyle's like, Brittany? He immediately like Freudian slips Brittany.
1: Yeah.
0: And Clark's like, uh, Summer? And Kyle's like, oh, I think Summer likes you. Yeah. And then we see Clark awkwardly tell Summer he's a crush on her and she zones him. Mm-hmm. And tells the camera, like, Clark's not the kind of guy I like. Kyle is the kind of guy I like. But he's a girlfriend.
1: Yeah. We, we forgot to mention that when they win the idols, Clark gives an uncomfortable hug to Summer.
0: It's in my notes, too. <laughs> like,
1: it's in my notes that, like, Clark hugs her too much. Yeah. It's like one of those too much hugs where, like, the face gets buried in the neck. And, like, we don't see Summer's expression from where it's shot. It's just the back of her head. But you definitely see, like, the head tilt back in that, like,
0: oh! Oh, our, we're still doing this. Okay! <laughs> uh, so Summer's like, obviously, I don't like him. And obviously, he has a girlfriend. And Kyle makes a couple other remarks that are Freudian slips about Brittany. And this is when I have. Oh, Kyle's totally going to cheat on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next note is Jacob exists.
1: Yeah, they were. Because we see the
0: first talking head of Jacob, Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's not even, it's a total non sequitur. Yeah,
1: and I have this theory about Jacob that, because during, I I think it's the spigot challenge, the pig roast challenge, uh, he claims to get uh, sunblock in his eye. Yeah. And like, that's why he's tearing up. I think there's quite a few shots where you you kind of see Jacob and there's this kind of feeling of,
0: is Jacob crying? Yeah, because he does seem so much younger than the rest of the cast. We see remarkably few tears mm-hmm. for this show. Uh, like, we see them crying when they've all screwed over Javier and Chastity. Yeah. But we don't see a lot of crying from drama.
1: Yeah. I, I get the feeling like they don't want to show crime.
0: Yeah, like crying because of gameplay is okay Mm -hmm. because they don't have to explain their kids' personal lives. Right. And then we get like a nice thing of like Nancy bonding with Sherry, but then immediately we see Sherry be like, yeah, red and orange are expendable. Yeah. So Sherry, at this point, I find uh, really unlikable Mm -hmm. because she's not very, she's not even nice to Kyle, her partner. She's very blunt. Yeah. Um, she's just not very kind to any other character. So what it is, is the girls are on these, like, wooden pedestals about, let's say, 15 feet from shore. Mm -hmm. And the boys have to build a bridge, and they have another pedestal and a plank. Yes. And the pedestals do kind of float Mm -hmm. if they're not weighed down with, say, a human. Yeah. So what they are doing is... The girls are standing on one. The boys have to plant the other one and put, like, the plank on it, and the girls must balance across the plank.
1: hmm I like this as a challenge. I, I do, too. Like, there, there's a lot of skill involved, but, like, being super strong is not the most important part of this. No. Uh, like, I think this is more fair to Team Orange, but- there's a lot of holding the girls' hand as they walk, and if you're shorter, that is difficult.
0: I actually noticed that the two teams I noticed do it were orange and red. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob and Drew are usually the ones holding hands with yeah. the girls when they get across, and red almost wins. Yes, but then Nancy falls like right before the end of it.
1: Yeah, so close, and like it should also be awesome noticed like they are playing in the ocean, so there is like a current. Yes. As, as the tide is moving. And they're putting these very light barrels that kind of float into sand, mm-hmm. which is not very secure. Very good game.
0: Yeah. And green wins, then purple, yellow, red, and orange. Yes. And uh, they really, like, everyone's trying. There's not a sabotage element to it. But at this point, we see that, like, there are three teams... Who the show has decided are real competitors and two teams that the show is like, they exist. Yeah. Uh The show has more or less written off orange and red as competitors.
1: Yeah. This this is the purple green show. Yeah. Because. Like, yellow
0: is also there. because Ye-
1: Yellow is there, but like. Brittany
0: is a device.
1: Green and purple are the only ones that have won idols. Yeah. Uh, Kyle has a thing for summer.
0: No, Kyle is a thing for Brittany at this point. And Brittany, point.
1: yeah, you're right. Uh, so yeah.
0: Brittany is there as it. like a dramatic device. Yeah. We don't see much of AJ at this point, outside of Sherry kind of apologizing to him and him being like, eh. Yeah. We have the elimination challenge. And this time that is purple is first. Right. Again, not the first place winner first.
1: Yeah, this is what's coming out of the... Of, of, of uh, Mr. Bucket. Yeah.
0: Then green. So then like the first and second place were interchangeable. Then yellow. And then red. So it actually does go two, one, three, four. Mm-hmm. So we're saying goodbye to Chloe and Jacob. Which yes. feels like a foregone conclusion.
1: Yes. And uh, again, it looks like Jacob might cry. Um, and I feel bad because they are children.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like... Chloe is ready to go, and Chloe has clearly already made peace with going. And you kind of get the impression that Chloe made her peace with going home when she got stuck with Jacob.
1: Yeah. I think Chloe's my favorite, because she's just kind of cool and having a good time the whole time. Nancy is my favorite. Nancy does not start to shine until the, like the next, next episode. Like the
0: next episode, I think. Uh,
1: but, yeah, I really liked Chloe. And
0: Nancy I, really shines in the next episode. Yes. I love her. So those were the
1: first three episodes. There's three more to go, plus a reunion special. And yeah, it turns
0: out we have more to say about this though, than we thought we would. I, th- I think we really
1: dig reality shows. I think we do. Just in general. So, you know, I, I, we always, I always say let's not do too many of them, but I definitely enjoy doing them the most.
0: And I feel like they're also a lot of our most popular ones.
1: Yeah. So I think we're going to have to do the, the two-parter here. Woo-woo! Yes, which means you get another virgin drink next week. Yay! No, uh, but uh,
0: things- I don't know. By this point, I might be drinking yeah. in this show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but then yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Moolah Beach. Be sure to come back next week for the remaining
0: dissection of Moolah Beach. Uh, Laura, where where can people find us? You can email us at the Stay Doomed show or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed. And uh, if you
1: wanted to be on this show because you were a kid and you loved reality show like I did,
0: uh, I'm at plus two comedy. If your worst nightmare is people picking apart two weeks of your life when you were 14 years old, as it is mine, I'm at stay doomed. Until next time, stay doomed.